This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chip and Roll Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. I sat across from her and saw the look in her eyes. I knew she was struggling and had so many burdens in her life and was trying to navigate the difficulties in her path with as much grace as she could muster. I remember that look. I'd seen it in the mirror myself, and I still see it from time to time, although I wish I didn't. I knew what she was going to say before it came out of her mouth. I had said the same thing many times. This is not the life that I thought I would have. This is much harder than I thought it would be. And she was right. For many of us, this isn't the life we thought we would have. And it is much harder than we thought it would be. It's full of heartaches we never thought we would face. And some of us, like her, we thought we were prepared. We grew up strong in the faith and maybe even had fantastic parents that were faithful and raised us to be fully and wholly dedicated to the Lord and His work. No matter what came our way, no matter what life threw at us, we knew what was right and we knew what to do. But life is still hard. Perhaps even more so when we don't expect that we will be tempted and faced with difficulties that we never anticipated would be a struggle. The discouragement that comes with the surprises that is our lives, the messiness of everyday situations, and the overwhelming stresses that life gives us in general, well... Sometimes it can just seem like too much, just as it did for Job, right? When in the first chapter of Job, verses 13 through 19, Job's servants, one after another, brings terrible, overwhelming news. First, a servant reported that the Sebians raided his property and killed his donkeys and the servants in the field. And when he was still speaking about that to Job, another servant rushed to Job and gave him the news that fire from God had burned up the sheep and the servants. And as that was happening, another servant ran to tell him that the Chaldeans raided his property, killed his camels, and yet another servant came and told Job that the house that um, his children were celebrating in had fallen and killed every one of them. I'm confident that this is not the life that Job had envisioned for himself and his family. Pain and heartache. I anticipate that with all the wealth that Job had, he envisioned more of what he still had, more prosperity, more family celebrations, parties, but not this, that it happened. And so what did Job do? Verse 20 says that Job arose, tore his robe and shaved his head and fell to the ground and worshiped. Then in verse 22, it says that Job did not sin or charge God wrong. He knew it was part of life, but Job did get angry. He argued with God. You'll read about that later toward the end of the book. He questioned God because it wasn't the life he thought he was going to have. He thought it wasn't fair, but it was the life that he was given to live. And Job finally realized that and realized the blessings that God had given him. And he blessed God for it. And then he lived it. He lived that life. Later, when God chose to fulfill prophecy and provide the world with a promised Savior, he chose a young girl who was a virgin, patrolled to be a, to a young man, Joseph. She most likely was considering her life ahead to this good man, the scriptures tell us in Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, that Joseph was a righteous man. She was a very blessed young woman. And I expect that she had been thinking about her wedding day for many a long time and, and had a vision or a picture of a life, a life full of laughter and children, a long life with her children. She probably anticipated cleaning and cooking in a home for Joseph and her children. 
So when the angel visited her, as is accounted in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38, the conversation between Mary and the angel who told Mary that she'd been chosen to be the mother of Christ, I expect also there was a lot going through her mind. She did question the angel and ask, how can this be? The idea was completely overwhelming to her. It was not that she thought what she thought her life would be. For many of us, we might think about how lucky she was, and she was. She was lucky to carry the Christ. She was blessed to be chosen as the one who was trusted by the Almighty to care for his son. But just stop and think for a moment about the life that she was going to have to live. Not married, but pregnant. Knowing that her child would die for the sins of the world because it was a prophecy. Knowing that her son would be ridiculed. Knowing that she would hear people talk about her son with hatred. A life that would mean that she would raise other children who would not believe her when she told them that Jesus, their brother by birth, was a child of God. Matthew chapter 13. And in this life, she would watch her son beaten and hung on a cross. And her children would not walk with her up to the cross to see their brother killed. This she would do alone. And in this life, she would see her son. They would give her over to be cared for by his apostle. John chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. You see, I expect that for most of us, we are living a life, for better or worse, that we maybe never thought we would be. And I think this is especially hard to see the realities of the blessings as being better than the dream when we're living difficulties. But sometimes the temptation is to see the hardships. Just as I imagine Mary heard the crowds cry, crucify him, as she looked at the face of her son about to be taken away to be beaten. It wasn't the life she thought she would have on that day that the angel of the Lord visited her. And she said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded for the humble state of his bondslave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 49. It was great things that the Lord had done for her and for you and for me, even when it is hard and we have difficult times seeing it because it may not be the life we thought we would have. I recall the eyes that looked at me with appeal for encouragement. I knew then that she would make it just fine. It was just a low moment. I'm confident that there are good days and that there are bad days for her as there is for me and probably all of us. But I also know that she is faithful in her walk. So she's living the life she'd been provided with thankfulness and a servant heart. She knows this and she lives it. Even if there are days that it seems a little harder to see that if we're faithful, we're walking in the light, whatever life we have, we still can do his good work. Even when it's hard to see the great things he's doing for us through all of the stuff that gets in our way. We just have to remember Mary and Job. I mean, after all, we, those of us who have put on Christ, we are living the same kind of life and it will be hard sometimes, but you got to admit there is no better life than being a humble bond servant. This is a great life. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. 
You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.